0: Hello, everyone! Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone! Welcome to the show. Today, we are once again doing another a new car. This one, though, is a new car from SAAC. We are talking, of course, about the 2021 Seat Atika, and it breaks cover with some subtle styling tweaks, but a major tech overhaul. Let's get into this article. It's mid-cycle makeover time for Seat's first-ever SUV, the Atika Compact Model. The brand's most successful sports utility vehicle to date has been improved for the 2021 model year in Europe, with a subtle styling refresh inside and out, an updated powertrain lineup, as well as new safety and connectivity tech. With more than 300,000 units sold since its launch in 2016, including 100,000 in 2019 alone, the Atica is paramount to Seat's well-being, which is why the Spanish automaker did not mess with a successful formula. Evolution is the key word here, and that's the most obvious. And that's most obvious when looking at the styling. The new LED headlights, inspired by the latest Seat Leon, are the most obvious update. With other changes at the front, including a new grille and bumper. I'll back the full LED taillights and dynamic indicators for FR and experience trims. For for real? Is that, well, what is the FR supposed to stand for? Anyway though. And bumper with fresh exhaust pipe covers are also new. Keyword, exhaust pipe covers. Hate that. The new design of the bumpers make the 2021 Atika 18mm or 0.7 inches longer, to the tune of 4,381mm or 172.5 inches long while the width and height remain unchanged. More subtle changes include the updated Atika lettering on the tailgate, new alloy wheel designs from 17 to 8, sorry, from 17 to 19 inches, and an updated color palette. The text that they... or the font that they use for, for the name Atika is actually kind of elegant. I like it. Not very Sayat like though. I have to say, I, I, that's not something I'd expect of a Sayat, but it looks good. The 2021 Atika also introduces a new rugged-looking experience trim level, which replaces the excellence and features black front and rear bumpers with aluminum finished lower, lower valence, body-colored wheels are, wheel art surroundings, and side moldings in an aluminum finish. 10.25-inch digital cockpit and upgraded infotainment system with 9.2-inch touchscreen. Inside, the facelifted Saat Atika brings a newly available 1025 10.25 inch digital cockpit and an upgraded infotainment system featuring a new hmi interface with repositioned 8.25 inch or 9.2 inch touchscreens the leather wrapped steering wheel is new as are the door panels with new materials and stitching across the interior is actually kind of bland to be kind of like a modernized well okay the actual upper part of the dash where the touchscreen where the touchscreen is and the gauge cluster is That's not bad. Where the where the HVAC buttons are, though, reminds me of like 2014 VW. Kind of kind of dated looking, but anyway, we're not at that portion of the podcast yet. The compact SUV now also features. Sorry, now also benefits from new upholstery choices: cloth, micro suede, or leather. Matte finish surrounds for the air vents, gear gear lever, and infotainment system, and multicolor ambient lighting. The driver's seat now features eight-way power adjustment and memory function, while a heated windscreen is is introduced as an option. In terms of connectivity, the 2021 Atika gains a new voice recognition system, wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto via the full-link system, online navigation via Apple Maps, and online connectivity via the Im- the embedded SIM or eSIM card. I'd imagine. In addition, the new SEAC Connect app. I was going to say Connect for some reason. Probably because I've been saying connectivity this entire time. The new SEAC Connect app offers remote control for a range of functions including the parking position, locking and unlocking the doors, remote access to the to driving data and remaining range, among other things. Four illuminated Type-C USB connectors and wireless phone charging are now standard across the range. The refreshed powertrain lineup includes three TSI turbocharged petrol units and two TDI turbo diesels, a 109-horsepower 1-liter TSI 3-cylinder with millercycle combustion process, and variable geometry turbo kicks off the range in combination with a manual transmission. Next up is a 148-horsepower 1.5-liter TSI 4-cylinder with active cylinder management, available with either a 6-speed manual or a 7-speed DSG dual-clutch automatic. The range-topping petrol unit, though, is a 187-horsepower 2-liter TSI fitted exclusively with the DSG transmission and 4-drive all-wheel-drive system. As for the diesels, the previously available 1.6-liter TDI is gone, leaving customers the option to choose between a. I think there's a typo here because it says a 115 PS or 13 horsepower, so it's probably not. That that's very incorrect. Maybe probably 113 horsepower is what that is supposed to say. Between a 113 horsepower 2-liter TDI hooked to a 6-speed manual or a 148 horsepower 2-liter TDI offered with either a manual or a DSG. In combination with the dual clutch gearbox the more powerful engine can also be had with the four drive all-wheel drive interestingly there's no 48 volt miles hybrid powertrain on offer from a safety standpoint the 2021 Sayat Atica gains new advanced driver assistance systems including predictive adaptive cruise control side and exit assist front and front assist with pre-crash braking so front collision warning but that's actually kind of proactive Designed and developed in Barcelona, Spain, the facelifted Atika will be built at Skoda's plant in something Czech Republic. Saad did not say when the the refreshed SUV will reach dealerships, though. And now for the pricing. Saad's first SUV, the Atika, has received a mid-cycle refresh a a couple of months ago and is now on sale in the United Kingdom. Pricing for the base SE variant powered by the 108 horsepower, one liter, three cylinder petrol engine starts at 23,670 pounds or $31,590. Whereas the range topping Cupra model can be had from 39,050 pounds or $52,115. Sorry, that's too much for an SE because we have how many other great sports cars are there? It's like genuine performance sports cars that you could get for the price of a Cupra Atica. Sorry, that's just not worth it to me, but anyway. Standard gear includes LED exterior lights, 17-inch alloy wheels, keyless entry, front and rear parking sensors, leather-wrapped steering wheel and knob, dual-zone climate control, electric parking brake, 8.25-inch infotainment system, Bluetooth, smartphone integration, wireless charging pad, cruise control with speed limiter, and tire pressure monitoring system, to name but a few. Upgrade to the Atika SE technology, and you will get what a pretentious name, and you will get 18-inch wheels, 9.2-inch infotainment system, voice control, and the Seat Connect, which also, sorry, which allows users to access different information such as the parking position, previous driving data, and remaining range. Lock and unlock the doors, and activate the horn and turn signals to find it in a crowded car park. The Atika FR has different styled 18-inch wheels, tinted rear windows, dynamic turn signals. Cosmo Grey grille, ambient lighting, aluminum pedals, micro suede front sport seats, steering wheel paddle shifters in in models equipped with a DSG automatic transmission, and the Convenience Pack. The Atika FR Sport features 19-inch wheels, digital instrument cluster, and electrically adjustable front sport seats with heated, wrapped with heating, wrapped in leather, a heated windscreen, reversing camera, and. S- And Safe and Drive Pack are standard in the Atika Experience, whereas the Experience Lux adds electric tailgate, 360-degree camera system, and side and exit assist. The Cupra Atika, which we'll do a specific episode on later, features the sporty body kit, 19-inch wheels, black brake calipers with the Cupra logo, twin exhaust pipes, digital cockpit, 9.2-inch infotainment system, 360-degree camera system, and the 296-horsepower 2-liter TSI gasoline engine. Depending on the trim, other engines available for the Atica include, aside from the aforementioned one, 1 liter TSI, are the 148 horsepower 1.5 liter TSI with manual and DSG transmissions, and the 187 horsepower 2 liter TSI with a DSG and 4-drive all-wheel drive system. These offerings include the 2-liter TDI and 2 outputs with 113 horsepower, see I was right, or 85 kilowatts, and 148 horsepower or 110kW. With the former link to a 6b manual and the latter to a manual or an automatic transmission so the looks i don't really remember what the prior atika looked like so i i honestly can't say for certain or i can't say anything in comparison to the old one with any level of confidence but what i can say is that i do quite like the to be honest i like most Sads as far as the looks go i do like most Sads, and honestly the atika is no different i like the grill to me it's a little bit weird how how big the middle grill is because that's not even the lower grill they have the a lower kind of like vw-esque little access ports at the bottom but yeah they you have a bigger frowned media uh middle oriented grill or middle middle placed grill and then you have the upper grill that has the aluminum chrome silver outlining and then the SANT logo i like the headlights there what's interesting is that they're actually they're a complete circuit Given the shape, I would have expected them to maybe just be on the bottom, sort of like Hyundai's or sorry Kia's heartbeat LEDs. But no, they go all the way around, and I quite like that. The side is dull to me. I mean, to be fair, most CUVs are kind of that way. I don't really like the side profile of the face. It's too, to me, it's almost too too babyface, too pudgy. It's just not. It's not chiseled enough. It's not striking enough. It's just very rounded off, very soft looking. The rear I quite like. The 4 for all-wheel drive is very uncreative. I'm sorry, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not very creative. Although, to be fair, it does remind me, actually, I think, of Alpine's. The font style reminds me of Alpine's logo, which is quite strange for a Seat, ultimately. But then we get to the Atika, the Atika font and text logo, or, well, yeah, text logo. And again, it's very, very strange. I can't say... It's sort of like a cursive logo. I can't say exactly what font it is, but all I can say is that it's it's done in a very cursive cursive way, and to me, that's not the logo. The actual SAT logo is very different to me. In for I hate using this word, but it's very different in vibe to the Atika word uh, logo, word logo of Jesus. But still, that that's kind of what it, or the Atika text. I should say it's very very different. It's... There's just a bit of a disconnect because to me the Sayat the Seat logo would bring to mind much thicker lettering, much a much thicker font. But with this they've gone for thin for thin lettering with cursive. So sort of well actually no not like Ferrari like um, let's see not Porsche. What what car had very similar lettering? Something something of a luxury luxury car, kind of like that. I can't really think of a car specifically, but yeah, kind of like. Thin, cursive, luxury esque font, and you'd have a pretty good idea of what, the Atika, of what the Atika text looks like. And again, it's quite strange because the logo itself is doesn't bring to mind a card that would have that kind of text. It's very, very strange. But enough rambling about the text because I've been doing that for like three minutes. Getting back to the interior, again, I, I quite like it. It reminds me of the new, or of the current Tiguan, actually. In, in design in some regards. I do like that the touchscreen is properly integrated into the dash and of this tacked on tablet nonsense. But again, I'm not, I'm not quite a fan of the HVAC buttons. They look kind of kind of low rent to me, kind of 2010's VW. So that's a bit of a, I would say step back, but again, I don't remember the old interior. So let's, let's just say that that's a bit of a downside visually on this interiors that the HVAC buttons aren't as modern looking as they perhaps could be. Now, actually because we have the we have the cooper model here i have to say the quad tailpipes i quite like it's a little silly looking on this on this cuv to me because this cv is a little bit too soft looking it's not really rugged or all that sporty to me so having those having those quad tailpipes is kind of a funny look sort of sort of poserish to me but it is what it is what's interesting is that the interior is mostly the same outside of the fact that you have the cooper badge and a few bronze bronze accent coloring on the steering wheel and then two extra buttons the cooper model is kind of strange to me overall But yeah so overall i i like it i like it the design is is good it's good actually i really really like the face the side profile is okay i'm not i'm not quite a fan of the face side profile but it it is what it is the again that text though that's to me it's just very very un. it's not sad it's actually quite italian that's what it is it's very very italian but this is a Spanish car, so I'm not saying they can't have Italian-esque lettering, but it's just strange. It's just very, very strange to me. Very not off-putting, but very surprising. Kinda of take kinda of takes you takes you by surprise. That is gonna be it for this episode though. I hope you all enjoyed. Then if you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe hitting the little notification bell, and then all notifications, that way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the be mobile app, well then just put it wherever you get your podcast before you set off, type in code as Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest.